Hello, movie people. Oh, a happy December. 2023 is just, wow, just gone. Just run on out of here with that crap, huh? All right, well, I decided to, you know, try to cap the year off with a Christmas movie. Go try to do something a little different, unconventional, if you will. Uh, a couple of years ago, my bro and I watched uh, Mel Gibson and The Fat Man, which I feel may have been the kickoff to Santa being a badass. Really need to do my research on that before I make that kind of statement. But I was on board with that movie. Good stuff, from what I remember. Again, look at the premise. What are you going to expect? So this year, I'm going to talk about Violent Night from 2022, an action comedy coming in in an hour 52 minutes, rated R, because guess what? A Santa be a killing people. Released December 2nd, 2022, almost a, well, damn near a year ago. Holy shnikes. Budget $20 million, box office 76 and just right off the bat, I think they are talking about doing a sequel already, and that will be, well, I guess we'll see what happens, the way the, the state of Hollywood is right now. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? This movie is about an elite team of mercenaries breaks into a family compound on Christmas Eve, taking everyone hostage inside. However, they aren't prepared for surprise combatant, Santa Claus is on the grounds, and he's about to show why this Nick is no saint. Okay, if you think you're getting highbrow, you should rethink your movie choices, because I'm not, just because I already read some of the reviews, and I feel like you gotta be a borderline moron to go into this movie going like, well, I expected everything to be super duper, top of the line, like, prestigious, whatevers. Not gonna happen. Director Tommy Wurlcola, starring David Harbour. Come on, guys. Stranger Things, Hellboy, the newest Hellboy. He's been around. Beverly D'Angelo, uh, Christmas Vacation. Alex Hassel, John Leguizamo. That's kind of your... Alex, I don't know, if you know who that is. Whatever. The main three are right there. And then everybody else is just... Santa fodder at that point because he gonna be Merkin and going through his naughty list. Listen, in this podcast, the conceit was how do you make a movie better? And I went into this one turning, God, I hate that phrase, turning my brain off. I went into this with low expectations. I went into this, not even that. I went into this wanting to have fun. I enjoy David Harbour, even outside of Stranger Things. I think he can do. He's better than Stranger Things, I think. The idea of him playing a behemoth of a Santa and Merkin people is interesting. So if anybody... I, these these reviews, again, I know what I'm in for. We all know the lore of Santa. We just... it it It's there. To flip the script on it is different. I, God, you know, now I'm talking about it. There's so many things like we flip the script on anymore that, you know, there's the properties that are now in public domain that are being turned into horror movies. And I mean, a badass Santa. Okay. Well, you got the opposite of that, like Krampus. So you got the horror element. So where's the action comedy? You know, you got the debate for ever now. Day hard Christmas movie. Depends who you talk to. Die hard Two Christmas movie. Again, depend on who you talk to. There's Iron Man three, depending any Shane black movie, almost depend on who you talk to. 
may or may not be a Christmas movie, depending on what your mood is, because it's outside the norm of Christmas Vacation, A Christmas Story, Grinch. It's something different, dare I say more adult, just something fun enough. Do I need it to be more on the nose? I don't know. I mean, this movie was accused of being diehard ripoff, and there are elements of diehard, and Home Alone, and other Christmas movies. I mean, the only thing this movie could have had for it was, God, I don't know, a, a line from Christmas Vacation about the shitter being full, and a, a toilet maybe? I don't, you know what I mean? There's... Yeah, when you're writing this movie, there's a lot of a lot of things you can pull from to uh I don't know, make it different. There's so many puns. Uh the bad guys are named after Christmas things. I mean Scrooge is one, Tinsel. There's just the deaths are kind of Christmas related. I mean, getting sledgehammered to death isn't really a, a thing, but my god. While he is killing people with a sledgehammer, I believe, he is Sucking on this giant candy cane that, you know, as a kid, you always turned it into a sharp object. Now we stabbing people with it. Kind of cool because didn't you always want to do that as a kid? You got your candy cane, you're sharpening it up to be a makeshift shiv because why the hell not? So again, this movie, it, is it full of Christmas cheer? No, because it's not really about that. It's about, you know, again, some of the reviews are like, well, it's talking about elitism. And, of course, it's a rich family who needs the help of Santa because why wouldn't it? But, you know, whatever. But I think the most interesting part of this movie is the writers and director of this. So the director, Tommy, if we go look at his stuff, he's also a writer, but director... So we'll just start from this most recent, which was Violent Night, The Trip, What Happened to Monday, Dead Snow 2, Red vs. Dead, Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters, uh, Dead Snow. So this, I mean, the Dead Snow is back in 09. So he's, again, just stick with me. These movies don't have, like, the biggest directors because, what, are you going to get a Scorsese to do this? My God, could you imagine, though? So piggybacking off of that, you're right, or at least one, these guys are kind of the they worked in tandem together so pat casey writer starting from the most recent violent night sonic the hedgehog 2 sonic the hedgehog tv series called into the dark and then from their tv series and like there are team hot wheels build the epic race team hot wheels the skills to thrill i'm sorry what these guys wrote hot wheels tv movie and now they're doing a movie called Violet Night with David Harbour. Like, the DNA of this movie is so weird to me, but I think it works. Like, it's, I, you're the here for it or not. Like, the conceit of the movie is Santa is taking out bad guys who have a family hostage. So, again, one of the main complaints was, oh, well, Santa's just a rich family, big house, has their own security team, has their own strike force team. And they're getting who should be there, Santa Claus. I see where there could be an issue with that if that's what you want to nitpick at. Yeah, there's a billion other things that Santa could be in the process of like stopping. But this allows for, again, a diehard-esque heist that has stakes. And you have the little girl who is of more pure of heart than anybody else in this family. And uh, she helps Santa. And she's the one who does the Home Alone pranks that oh, fucking hilarious. Like, it's it's what 
you would expect Home Alone to be because Home Alone, those traps are going to kill somebody. And it's amazing that this movie at least explores that more of, yeah, well, bowling balls hurt people. Uh, nails hurt. Um, yeah. Home Alone, like you watch a guy like get his head cooked and paint cans in the face. Like these guys are freaking, they need an ambulance ASAP. But the family's just a bunch of douchebags, uh, really self-absorbed, trying to outdo each other. One of the brother or one of the kids is trying to be better, quote unquote, because his wife isn't liking him much anymore. He's trying to be good for his daughter. And they play this game of, well, maybe he's the one who set this whole thing up because this guy knows an awful lot about the house and the money and where the safe is. And come to find out, like, he stole all the money, and then he was going to leave in the middle of the night, and the mom was going to open a gift with a note confessing. And so it plays it off, like, oh, maybe he did do it. Well, he didn't. He's just stealing from his own family and trying to get away with it. I think this movie also at least establishes rules. Uh, the only part I found confusing, I think it was a blink and you miss it, is Santa no, twitches his nose or does something and shoots up the chimney, which comes back later. Um, but for some reason, when he's trying to get out of this situation, it doesn't work. And then there was an incident where the gunfire went off and it caused the reindeer to fly away. So, I mean, if you really want to get into it, there's some issues of like the logistics of making it be in this situation. But again, the conceit is that Santa's in a situation that he now has to get out of. And we get some of the backstory where it looks like he was like a Viking, maybe of some sort. Like, I do we need the details of Santa and how he comes about? I, I leave that for the Santa Claus, I guess. I I don't know. Like, I don't want one. I don't want this franchise to turn into. We got to have the backstory of Santa, which my God, maybe it will. Who knows? But I like like the here and now. Like, he's just kind of over it. He's drinking. He really into the cookies, like he's a snob with the milk. Uh like it's all the tropes. Like, my God, you see this guy like patch himself up with like this uh I don't know, a a, a needle that you hang an ornament with and wrapping paper. I mean it's just it's the hokiest shit, but in this situ like again <laughs> it's gonna work for some and not work for others. For me it works. Like I know exactly what this movie is like we're using, we're sitting in a room writing this, like, Christmas items go. How do we use this on a Santa who's got to save a family? And here we are. All these things. Death by an icicle. Uh, a star from the top of a tree is thrown into a dude's eye, and then he plugs it in, and it freaking starts his face on fire, and he starts talking on the walkie-talkie to a little girl, like, right next to this burning face, like... It's morbid humor, but the whole time, like, he, Santa's playing it off is just, like, this is just such a drag. Like, I just want to deliver my presents and then do whatever I do the rest of the year. Like, I could not be bothered to do this. Like, I'm having a hard enough time wanting to save my own life, much less yours. But you're on the good list, so I'll do it. Even though the rest of your family sucks, I will be there. So... I'm not going to say I have anything like I would add to this movie because it is what it is. Uh, I think, it, oh, the ending scene, like, again, 
I don't know why the twinkling of his nose sends him up the chimney, but he takes the bad guy, Mr. Scrooge, and holds him and twinkles his nose and he shoots up a trim a chimney and it friggin' dismembers him. The bad guy. And it's just like a chimney squirt of blood and body parts and Santa there holding half a corpse. Like it's morbid, but it's played for laughs because <laughs> it's it's magical violence with Santa. And we just say, yeah, okay, of course Santa would murder somebody to save his own life. I, why not? I mean, it is what it is. And I'm not going to like beat this to death because I found this movie to be fun. There are other movies coming out that are going to be doing the same thing. Uh, Silent Night, I think, is coming out soon with Joel Kennerman. I don't think that has anything to do with Santa. I think it's more of just a hitman maybe movie. I'm not sure, but I I feel like we might be seeing this resurgence of once a year there's a quote-unquote Christmas movie coming to theaters that's not your average take on a Christmas. Like Christmas is the theme, but it's going to be Santa Merkin people, John Wick style, or just Christmas themed. And maybe that's a genre that would need more of, you know, a movie once a year, a new holiday classic, if you will, and get rid of the old ones that have been playing on repeat since Thanksgiving of all the same stuff we've seen for the last however many years they're on. God, it's just so, I mean, honestly, like it's Christmas. I, can we, can we not mix it up a little bit? We got to stick with the same old, my God, I think this movie is a watch. Definitely, if you need something different, if you're into John Wick, if you're just into Die Hard or uh, action comedy, well, black comedy, uh, I I think I think this is for you. Uh, but I think we should uh, go to some of the reviews. These again are always such a wide range of everything. The first one star review is just entitled "Huh? What are the rave reviews about? This movie was horrible from start to finish." I really don't know what I went into this expecting, but it was way worse. Exactly. Do yourself a favor. Go watch A Christmas Story. See, those are two totally separate types of Christmas movies, and you're going with, like, the most basic bitch Christmas movie ever. Anyways, they continue. This movie wanted to be funny, and it wasn't. Eh, big to differ. I'm pretty sure it was very punny. It wanted to have a backstory, however it didn't. What backstory? I even said it didn't. Like It just randomly shows like him struggling with violence like in a previous life. That's all you get. You don't get a... Whatever. Okay. I'm so tired of wasting money on these pathetic attempts at movie making. Do better writers and directors because you can't continue to release these horrible movies that is other garbage. I'm not a writer. However... I could have written a better movie. <laughs> oh, boy. I used to have a little faith in reviews. However, I see now I can't even trust them. Hmm. All right. Well, then go ahead and write a better movie. Let's see your Christmas take on it. Next one out of 10. Boring. Really hard to watch. Wouldn't recommend. The jokes weren't funny. Was sitting there waiting for something to laugh at, but barely a chuckle. I gave it a good thinking. I gave it a good thinking it would improve but it just didn't do anything for me. Weren't too keen on the concept. The script was not good. See, right there, you're not too keen on the concept. Of course, you're not going to like the movie. You already came in with a bias. Some of the actors' lines just felt forced. Mm. I mean, again, whatever. Sounds bad, but generally didn't 
really have anything nice to say about this film. So glad I didn't go to cinema to see this. Would have been fuming if I did, lol. <laughs> Found myself doing odd bits around the house while this was on. Was on my phone. Didn't think to pause it or hurry back. It was just that dry. Ba- it was just that bad and dry. Wow. Well, just... I'm this next one I'm not going to read. Boring, gory, and full of cliches. Yeah, it's kind of what you want to expect. I think. Uh, this one is called... I thought that Black Adam was terrible. God damn. Just comparing it to everything, huh? What a ridiculous, awful acting, nonsense movie that was. How was this thing even... How this thing even got past a... How this thing even got past a quality control. Even dialogues were so badly written. This movie was a patchwork of scenes from famous action movies such as Die Hard 2... Home Alone, and even freaking Rambo Part 3. I, I would need him to cite his source on uh, Rambo Part 3, and I'm not sure. Oh, Die Hard. Icicle, maybe? Whatever. I mean, it's Icicles and Christmas. Like That feels like a no-brainer. They continue. If this movie was supposed to be a parody, it's still super bad in general. I can't find anything, literally anything good about this so-called movie. Movies like this only insult my intelligence, and worst part can't be unseen. I really can't understand how low society has fallen to give this thing as solid as solid seven note. This really is awful movie, very gently said. Avoid this crap at all costs. You have been warned. I feel like they might have been drunk when they wrote that, but I mean, whatever. I I think I could have used more reindeer in this movie. They show up and they leave. I could have used maybe some reindeer violence on some peeps but maybe in the next one if they do a next one that'd be that'd be a note just uh just do it buddy reindeers oh can you imagine rudolph and his nose so bright doing something oh amazing uh five out of ten. First one is called a perfect five out of ten all right you didn't go to the cinema to see this without knowing what it's exact what it's already about the story is entirely predictable, and you shouldn't go on with unrealistic expectations. All right, set in them low. I agree. With that said, however, I'd see, <laughs> I'd go see this again tomorrow. I love every minute of what I watched unfold in front of me. This very well be, may be a new Christmas Day standard with Die Hard. I highly recommend going into the theaters and just letting your brain shut off for the hour and 52-minute runtime. Just enjoy the gratuitous violence, curse words uttered by Santa Claus, and the lame Christmas puns. It's unashamedly exactly what you paid for, and that's what makes it perfect. You'd see this movie again, but you're only going to give it 5 out of 10. I feel like if you were like, I'd go see it the next day, like back-to-back showings, that deserves like an 8 at least. But all right. I mean, I kind of agree with that. It's punny. It's It's there. 5 out of 10. Uh, Okay, okay action Christmas comedy. Violent Night is an okay action Christmas comedy. The plot was jumbled. Hmm, Felt like it was pretty straightforward. Santa in-house with robbers slash kidnappers. Santa saves because, well, A, he's stuck there, but, and they find him. But, okay, sure. At some points, it felt like a zany comedy. At others, it felt like a heist movie. That's exactly what it is. The divorced parents subplot didn't deliver much. Fair enough. Most of the characters were not likable. That was the point. And did not have meaningful journeys. Dadoy. Most of the cast gave 
generic performances that didn't stand out in any way. I'd say David Harbour freaking nailed it. The film would have been better served by staring into the comedy aspect more. In what way? In what... Oh, my God. There was one funny scene that was a goofy spoof on Home Alone. That was a great scene. It worked, was funny, and fit the film's tone of violence and gore. But that was just one scene. The film could have been better served with more of that. Ultimately, the film was anchored by a strong performance by David Harbour, presenting this version of Santa Claus as a downtrodden drunk with a violent past who is beginning to lose his own belief in Christmas, was effective and drove the movie. Agreed. Overall, I liked it enough to tune into the sequel when that is released. Ah, see, there you go again, but you're doing it 5 out of 10. Cool. Uh, 5 out of 10, just called Violet Night. Violet Night is basically an adult and twisted version of Christmas classics mixed with Die Hard. We're just going to get that DNA everywhere, huh? The concept and idea is genius and honestly had so much more potential than what we ended up with. The acting is tremendously bad. Wow, tremendously bad. Okay. And the writing is just a little too much and cringy at times. You know, we talk about... How highbrow can you get with a concept like this? Again, you've got the writing duo of two Sonic movies. Video game franchise. I, I, I think they did pretty good. Continuing, I really expected and wanted better. The killing and violence did get pretty good at the end, except the, light, the lighting and darkness made it difficult to see. Despite it not being the best movie and falling short of expectations, it's still entertaining and crazy to watch. IMDB needs to relax with these minimums. Sure. I, I don't know what that means on the last part of that review. Uh, let's wrap this up with some 10 out of 10s. Brutal Delight. Such a wonderful spin on horror comedy where Santa Claus is the hero. David Harbour is absolutely perfect for this role. Has the best voice and great thrill to see in anything he's in. To me, this is one of the best Christmas movies out there along with Bad Santa. See, somebody who gets it. I would definitely agree with anyone that loved Violent Night. It's a great mix of Home Alone, John Wick, and a, any horror Christmas movie. Tommy Warakola directed a pure blast of entertainment. I sorta of can see how it got I sorta of can see how it could get hate. The family was a little obnoxious at times, but I avoid but I avoid that out because everything else positive outweighs heaps. I feel like maybe I jumbled that or maybe it was just written bad. I don't know. This one's entitled Seasons Beatings. Nice. Violet Night was a blast. Despite some people calling it an action movie. I do think it qualifies as a horror movie. Horror comedy? Whatever it is, it's laugh out loud, brutal, gory, sentimental, and fun from start to finish. David Harbour is kind of a mess for part of the movie. Wasted, grumpy, but he, reminds, but he remains so likable and funny throughout. John Leguizamo is a charismatic, sweary bad guy, and I'm so glad he had the lead in this film. Great performances by everyone in every role. This is 100% be one of those crazy Xmas movies you throw on every year. Go see it. Get in the holiday spirit. Santa emoji, tree emoji, hammer emoji. There you go. Um, last one. Bloody good time. Such a fun, spirited, and gory Christmas movie. I avoided trailers, so it was a wonderful treat because I always worry that the trailer will spoil way, way, way too much of the story. Man, fair point. Good for you for avoiding trailers. This movie will be a must-watch every Christmas. Best to be seen with a group of friends. Really enjoyed all the actors, and most especially the young girl. Best part was the nod to Home Alone. There were moments where my friends and I could not contain our laughter. Couldn't tell if the others in the theater also laughed, but my group did for sure. Warning, it is 
very bloody and gory, so best to avoid if you have issues with that kind of stuff. Want to see it again in the theater for Christmas, as I'm sure I missed quite a bit of dialogue and wit. And I think these are like the most reviews. Like it's, oh, that one's called Like Boondock Saints for Christmas. Oh, wow. Another one's called Die Hard with Santa Was Never Going to Disappoint. All right. Die Hard and Home Alone Had a Baby. It's called Violent Night. <laughs> oh, good point. Oh, this one's called uh, Hades Generation. Yeah. Okay. I, again, like, oh, that one even brings up like Gremlins. That's an inter- Yeah, Gremlins is, I would say, a Christmas movie also. I mean, what more do you want? Uh, I think I'm coming down with like the more higher ratings of this movie. I, again, I knew exactly what it was. Same with like fat man with Mel Gibson. Oh, Santa is protecting himself and it gets gory and bloody and interesting kills. Yeah. Like, again, this is a high brow entertainment. I mean, this isn't, I mean, dare I say like a James Cameron, like aliens or a T2 I mean, even your most current directors, Christopher Nolan, I guess a lot of people consider him highbrow, like he hasn't made a comedy, if that's what, again, I'm just freaking making this shit up, what do I know? But Violent Night, if you don't even like the conceit of putting a twist on Christmas or Santa or any of that, of course you're not going to like it. But if you're on board for some dark humor and a different take on Santa, then of course this is something you might enjoy. I'm not going to nitpick this again. I think there's stuff I missed. I think it was a blink and you miss it. It's not a perfect movie. There isn't one out there. Okay. Maybe there's a couple. I'd really have to think about it and what that really means in this art form, but violent night. I it's good. I'm on board for a sequel. I really need to go back and watch fat man again. And I am a fan of getting away from your holiday classics and the ones that are just always out there of like, no, we have to watch a Christmas story or a miracle on 34 street. It's the holidays. Like let's no, let's watch gremlins, violent night, fat man, uh, all these weird ball. I mean, I think even lethal weapon one is taking place around Christmas. I mean, again, Shane black, he's got a thing for Christmas predator could have used a, a Christmas tree. I think, but what do I eh, what do I know? Yeah, Violent Night, check it out. It is a good time. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll see you in 2024. Sorry, can I say butthole then? I mean, it's borderline.